This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Oh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better get them the heck up, get them going. It's Thursday on b and that makes it your day, a buck-off Thursday, who has earned a pat on the back, who has earned a kick in the hindquarters. You decide each and every Thursday here on the show of the people. We've got a lot to do, a lot of buck-ons, a lot of buck-offs, and uh, they should be already teed off in golf's second major on the calendar, but uh, Mother Nature stepping in, frost delay. In Rochester, New York this morning, all facilities at Oak Hill Country Club closed. Can't even get in the gates. No warm-ups. So uh, temperatures at 30 degrees right now uh, at the PGA Championship. Uh, additional information will be provided when they will actually tee off this morning. We'll get you details and certainly keep you posted. Hopefully you've gotten your picks in at hornfm.com. While it's cold in upstate New York, it's a heat wave in the Eastern Conference of the NBA playoffs as Miami continues their surprising run as the eighth seed. Uh, big win last night in Boston. We'll certainly talk some NBA playoffs. We'll also talk uh, local uh, sports with a huge win for Austin FC last night on the road in Seattle. Not so much for the Texas Stars out in Cedar Park. And just a lot to do on a busy Thursday. Appreciate you being there. Early bird always gets the worm. And we appreciate you finding us early and often on 104.9, maybe 1019 FM AM 1260. And you know, we're always streaming for you. Make it easy to find us digitally on your Horn app, uh, which you download to your phone and listen anytime and everywhere you are. Also on your smart speaker at home and work. And always, Mr. Godbolt, streaming for you digitally at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. We thank you each and every day. Thank you so very much for your service. We appreciate it very, very much. Please be careful out there. Be careful. Get it up, get it out, and get it going. It's a Thursday on B&E. Who has earned a buck off and a buck on? You decide. And, uh, yeah, man, 29 degrees, 30 degrees right oh. now in Rochester, about uh, about an hour east of Buffalo, up there on Dude, south of Lake cold. Erie. It is, it is May the 17th, 18th. It is cold up there, man. You're talking about... Uh, that, I don't know when this is going to get going. They haven't even opened the gates yet. Uh, it was supposed to start. They've been going about 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, maybe. And it'll be 50, maybe. It may be. And that, that, that course is so pristine. They're not going to let anybody on that course while there's frost and 
damaged things. Real frost, too. That baby is wet. Yeah, they're not even on the the practice range yet. Fans aren't allowed in yet. Uh, So uh, that's the latest on Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. That's where the... uh, the site of the 105th playing of the PGA Championship will go this weekend whenever it's ready. It's supposed to warm up into the weekend, but today and this morning is the coldest of the mornings for sure. Yeah, well, each morning's going to be cold there. It's going to be cold in the morning. Yeah, but not like freezing. No. Uh, temperatures in the 40s moving forward into the weekend. And then by the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, they're talking about uh, high temperatures in the in the 70s, middle 70s. So it should be beautiful uh, for the you know, second and you know, third and fourth rounds, but they got to get this one going at some point this morning. Justin Thomas, of course, is your defending champion. Well, that's hard to get warm there. <laughs> I don't like playing golf in the cold, man. No, like I said, I'd rather you can't feel your hands as much as I'm starting to feel the heat now. But I'll tell you what, definitely not cold. Yeah, that's uh, that's the breaking. Uh, that's piece when you of stay in the car. You're not going to the tee box. That's when you just stay in the car and then. Go right to the tee box and start swinging. Yeah, you have to get warmed up. I worry about uh, Jordan Spieth and that wrist. You know, oh, yeah. he's got that wrist taped. He didn't participate in the Byron Nelson Championship, and he's going to play in this. But he'll he'll be, you know, keep an eye on Jordan. Uh, I don't want to see anything, uh, you know, re-injure or aggravate or even make it worse. That'd be a problem for him and that left wrist of his as he tees off this morning, looking for a, for another major. So we'll get to the stories as they happen. Get you the latest. Or we're expecting an update from the PGA of America of what the, what the plan is going to be. But right now, no golf in uh, upstate New York. Uh, let's get to the other headlines, though. Trending topics on a busy buck off Thursday. There it is. Uh, UBO Business Services brings it to you. We'll start with soccer. Yeah, and a huge road win for Austin FC last night in the Great Northwest. It's been a while. Uh, Austin FC on an eight-match winless streak, but they went into Seattle last night. Ethan Finley scored a first-half goal, then assisted on a Yazi Zardes header in, early in the second. Verde take three points from the Western Conference leading Sounders, 2-1 to one the final. Midweek, as we said, midweek win and an eight-match winless streak. Franchise's first ever win over Seattle. In hockey, tough, tough loss for the Texas Stars last night out in Cedar Park. Milwaukee scored a third-period goal to break a 3-3 tie, and they take that game 4-3 to three last night. They're 2-up, two 2-1 two in the series. Best of five For the best of five, they'll play again Friday night at HEB Center. The uh, Stars now looking to avoid elimination. Speaking of the golf, how about the Texas Longhorn men's golf team? They're going to return to Arizona to defend their national title after a fifth-place finish at the NCAA Regionals in East Lansing, Michigan this week. Head coach John Fields, 15th-ranked Longhorns, have qualified for the NCAA championship. That'll be held next week at Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale. That's the course, of course, where the Longhorns topped Arizona State last year to win the uh, 2022 Men's Golf National Championship. Unfortunately, the season came to an end yesterday and last night for the Texas women's tennis team. They fell to top-ranked North Carolina 4-2 in their NCAA quarterfinal at the USTA National Campus in Orlando. NBA last night, 8 seed of Miami Heat, and their run through the Eastern Conference playoffs continued last night in Boston. Jimmy Butler scored 23 of his game-high 35 in the second half to lead Miami to a 123-116 win over the heavily favored Celtics in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Heat were down 9 to start the third quarter, allowed 66 first-half points, but they proceeded to clamp down on defense, and they outscored Boston 46-25 to in the third quarter and roll to the Game 1 win. Game 2 of that series is Friday night. Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals set for tonight in Denver. Nuggets and Lakers, Denver up one game to none. Baseball, gut punch loss for the Rangers last night, and a thrilling win for the Astros. In Arlington, the Rangers got another excellent start from their right-hander, Nathan Eovaldi. They had a 5-3 lead over the Braves with six outs to go, but Atlanta rallied for a pair in the eighth to tie it and then won it in the ninth thanks to to Orlando Arcia, two-out home run. Uh, They take two of three in that series down in Houston. Meanwhile, the Astros 
Uh, saw Kyle Tucker's two-run single cap, a four-run ninth-inning rally. Astros walk off the Cubs 7-6. to six. They complete a three-game sweep. Houston's won 7-8. of eight. Del Diamond, the troubles continue for the Round Rock Express. They fell to El Paso 10-4. to four. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right, so a busy night now locally. Nationally, a lot going on, and the golf is delayed out there in Rochester, New York. You said you used to recruit Rochester. Yeah, I did Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse. Oh, <laughs> oh man, all through the the upstate. Where was it that they had the Olympics? Um, Lake Placid. Lake Placid. I was up in Lake Placid area. Yeah, I used to love those trips, and in, in uh, you know, especially in the springtime when it never really was spring like right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's cold there, obviously, and we'll get an update. Uh, coming up, but uh, cold and wet. It's always kind of wet there. That's interesting like about uh, the Buffalo, Rochester, Niagara Falls area. Mm. Is uh, you know, I grew up in Northeast Ohio and just south of Cleveland there in Akron, Ohio. And you know, it's closer from Buffalo to Cleveland than it is from Buffalo to New York City. Oh yeah. Like if you're dry to drive, my parents actually had their honeymoon at Niagara Falls. That's always a popular destination. You just shoot across Lake Erie there, headed east, um, about a four four and a half hour drive, and uh, so Rochester, where they'll play this event, Oak Hill, we'll get some updates on it, but a beautiful golf course once it uh, warms up a little bit. Yeah, Rochester Airport was when I did the flyby when we were getting ready to land, but the wings were going sideways, sideways. Oh, roll, no. And the guy took back off and said, oh, not this time. With the and wind like, coming off the Great Lake Oh, yeah, lake the there. wind coming off the lake, and that thing was going sideways, and he just he zipped that baby right back up again. I was like, thank you very much, because that was not going to be a pleasant landing. Mm. So he I whipped mean, it, it up? Is, oh, yeah, he whipped it back up. I mean, yeah, he... Put it on, put the throttle down, put the metal to the pedal, and just we went back up and did another roundabout. Oh man! Well, yeah. Well, you got luck. If you don't feel comfortable there, oh, Mr. No, that's Pilot, what that's what's, that's go exactly ahead and try that again. Let's do it a second time. Let's, let's, let's this run one that feel back. Right. You as a you as a passenger in that plane didn't feel right about the way that was going. No question. And neither did he. <laughs> neither. Well, that's good. That's all. You know, whenever you have a fear of flying, I always think, well, you know, the pilot doesn't really want to die today either. You no, know, it's one of yeah. those. He's 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 got he's, his own in life in boat. his hands. That's right. so I'm good. Or she, of course, as it uh, could be. Huh? Uh, <laughs> let's not go there. It's too huh? early. Uh, there, fuck off to you, you already. Say, uh, fuck off pilot? to you. Pilot? I've never, had a lady, I've never had a lady pilot. You, you don't never? know that. Come on. T.Y. Really? is here. Ty Henderson. Our I've had a few. Gambling degenerate producer. Or, excuse me. Sorry about that, Ty. You're our professional gambler, Ty. Uh, you told us to take the heat plus the points last night, and not only did they cover the eight, they won the ball game in Boston. Uh, boy, their consistency, the adjustments. We talked about Eric Spolstra uh, and the huge advantage he is over Joe Missoula. And obviously what, what they the changes they made at halftime uh, paid huge dividends. They outscored the Celtics by 21 in the third quarter after you know surrendering 66 first-half points, which is un- unheat-like. Wow. Uh, they locked it up, and Jimmy Butler went to work, and they just are so dang efficient and consistent at what they do. Uh, heat, you know, the Milwaukee series against the one seed was a surprise. The uh, I guess the Knicks they were underseeded and now are uh, the underdog and now here they are already a one up on the uh, the heavily favored Celtics and they're just looking like a team no one wants to wants to mess with right now just really good Ty good pick by you good pick thanks I wasn't as confident in the win but I I, I remember I did say if they are going to win one of these first two games it's it's it was the tonight yeah. last night well and and- I, I I'm not going to lie I I looked away when it, in the third quarter when they were up eleven you know I I was like all right I can kind of start getting ready for bed here, took a shower, whatever, 
got back in bed, looked at the TV, and the Heat were up 10. And I was like, wow, that, yeah. that turned around quick. Well, that's right. And that's the thing. If you're Boston, you're like, okay, you you you, you came out with a lot of energy. you, you know, Because Boston had been kind of getting off to slow starts. And uh, what are they going to be? But, boy, looked like they picked up right where they left off beating Philadelphia um, you know, in Game 7. And they were you know, 66 points and a half against the Heat is, is pretty much unheard of. Uh, so you're feeling, okay, Celtics came to play. They're, they're ready to, to roll. Uh, but, man, it was those, that halftime adjustment and the adjustments made by Eric Spolstra uh, to, to get Jimmy Butler going. And Jimmy, just uh, as, as this texture says, that's Jimmy Buckets to you, E. <laughs> he is playoff Jimmy, man. He is some kind of ball player. Well, Jason Tatum was really getting off in the first. I mean, he was beating double teams. He was getting layups on double teams. Guys are doubling him up. He was splitting the double team and getting layups. In the, in the first half. And then after that, that was it. Yeah, man. Jimmy Butler with, you know, a huge second half, yeah, huge third quarter. That guy. Well, and then, you know, Jimmy Butler went to garden Jason Tatum in the matchup mm-hmm. of All Stars. And uh, he's going to take on that challenge. And that's the kind of grit you want. Bam out of bio had a big game with 20 points. And uh, it's just a, you know, the kids, the guy Stru- uh, Struess had a huge third, third quarter. He scored 12 of his 15 in that quarter as they, uh, you know, went. You got Kyle Lowry who's as tough as nails coming off the bench. Of course, won, that, won a championship with Kawhi and the crew in Toronto a few years ago. Uh, it's just it's what Kevin what, Love's hitting transition yeah. step-back threes. Kevin Love, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a team that's still I – mean, they don't have Tyler Hero, who's their second-leading scorer, who's I don't out. know if you want him back at this point. Yeah, man. Caleb Martin was really good. It's just that, that heat culture, that heat uh, connectedness as a team. And uh, Boston ran into it last night for sure. They'll, and obviously now Friday night's game is an absolute must-win for the Celtics uh, going back to Miami for the weekend. So game one goes to the Heat. Not, yeah, I mean, nine and a half points spread on game two already. For, so, for the Celtics? That's I mean, that, that's just a hard one to look at that young coach and say that's on you. I'm looking at the players and going, we had 60-some points in the first half and this is what you do in the second half? Come on, guys. Well, they, thought they, they thought they had already completed the job even when they had already got, only gotten through half the game. You saw Joe Mazzullo throwing his clipboard in the third quarter. And, oh, he was pissed. Yeah, and his presser afterwards, he, he, he seemed very pissed. Just so It was an effort thing in the second half. That's pretty much what he chalked it up to. Well, they uh, well that's the one thing when you say the Heat. They're, gonna be, they're, they're not going to quit and no. there's going to be consistency. And they're going to keep fighting you, and that's just the way they are. And Milwaukee found it out, the Knicks, and now the Celtics already have given up home court and seeded that to the eighth seed. So uh, that series there should be fun tonight in Game 2 of the Western Finals with Lakers and Nuggets. And i say what I said yesterday. If we get anything as entertaining as Game 1, and I know it was you know, a 21-point blowout, but even watching the Nuggets dismantle the Lakers for the first three quarters was fun to watch. Uh, watching the, uh, you know Nikola Jokic and uh, you know his gr- his crew, but then to see the fourth quarter and the comeback and the, the Lakers maybe finding some things, we'll see if they pick up on that tonight with Game Two. Because as we've all agreed, they've got to they've got to split this series oh, yeah. if, you know against Denver. Denver's too good to go down 2-0 and expect to win four out of five games against that team. So the Lakers, we'll see what adjustments they've made tonight. With Darvin Ham and LeBron and the crew in Game Two, looking forward to that tonight. And buckle on to the NBA. Been good, good few nights of television. Uh, these games are fun. They obviously draft lottery was a big, uh, big draw the other night with San Antonio and the Spurs picking up the uh, the rights to pick the uh, the big man. And how about uh, how about the these potential or projected second pick of the draft, Scoot Henderson? He said yesterday, "Hey, don't forget about me. I could go number one." 
He's got that dog in him. Yeah, he does. He's what he said. does, yeah. He's like, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. He said, despite uh, every, you know, everyone, Victor Winbanyama, and they had the camera on him at 2 in the morning over in France, he Scoot, says, hey. you're still the second guy, says, I, no matter what you think. He said, I think I have the ability to go number one. I believe in myself as a competitor. Good for you. you Keep that up when they give you that ribbon. Well, you could be on your way to Charlotte. Yeah, oh. <laughs> well, he's from Marietta, Georgia, so that'd be, you know, little bit up the road there. Uh, Charlotte, Get perhaps. to play with LaMelo Ball. It's not, it's not all too bad. Michael Jordan. Whenever he, whenever he plays. That's true. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, draft lottery, NBA playoffs, hot and heavy down to the Final Four for sure. And we'll keep you posted on the PGA Championship. Somebody asked if you, uh, since they're in a delay, do I still have time to run over and get my picks in at the PGA Championship contest at hornfm.com? You do not. You do not. It's the closed. Clock, the clock has ended. And uh, we can't change that. We That's a... A service we we put on that website, so we cannot open. Boys it up. are sitting in their cars drinking coffee right now. Well, you know, you, 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 when it's cold like that, you don't even want to get out of your car. No, you just want to sit there. Oh no! Then you're gonna get all get all cut. I'm sure they're in the clubhouse because they can't get on the ground. So they're not starting because of frost warning. Frost ice that seems kind of soft. It's 29 degrees. Well, it's not so much for them. Well, and it's, it's course for the golf course. Yeah, it's you'll course you'll screw up the golf course. Yeah, you walk around on those greens and it's freezing. You'll kill the root system. That'll be it. Bye. Okay. Bye, Felicia. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's, it's really about the condition of the golf course this weekend and beyond. And uh, as we told you, uh, the Oak Hill, they've been closed down the whole year. Oh. And they, they have, they, they've been getting ready for this for, for months. And, and obviously, in, in Rochester, New York, they're not playing a lot of golf. And <laughs> Ty, when golf you swing through that rough right now and it's wet like this and it's thick, oh. Yeah, and it's icy. And Jordan Spieth with his wrist. Is that, is that similar to, like, whenever you hit? Like a baseball bat, and you hit it on the wrong side, and you, you know. I don't think it's quite as bad, but mm, not, not that, that much. You get that I would say golfers are a bit softer than baseball yeah, it's players. The grounds crew that are saying you can't. I mean, because oh. obviously, if you know, there's dew. <laughs> there's the morning dew, and then the morning dew freezes, and oh. you know, you're, you're you know, the greens got ice on them. I mean, what are you going to do? And the the tee boxes and the fair and the uh, the rough. I mean, they're going to let that the the heat heat up a little bit and let it, and then they'll just play where it's wet. Um, you know, once it once it melts, and they'll get going. Uh, yeah, but frost delays are yeah, very, very common into, in golf time. Frost delays. They'll, well, get, they'll get into the seventies this weekend. And it'll be fine. What is the average temperature in that part of New York in the summer? Like the 80s? summertime in the eighties. Is this, so this isn't considered summer there though. Well, no. no that, that that this was the fear when the remember they changed the golf calendar the schedule. Yeah, PGA Championship used to be played in in August. They're uh, going to watch having like, these kind of tournaments here in, in New England and places mm-hmm. like that this time of year. Yeah, because when they moved it from. From the final golf major to the second of the calendar after the Masters and between the U.S. Open, they run this risk. I mean, you know, with the way they play it last year in Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma. The year before was down there at Kiowa Island uh, where Phil Mickelson won it on the beach there uh, on the Atlantic coast. Well, this one, yeah, you're you're almost to Lake Erie up there. You're closer to Canada than you are to... Uh, to, 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 you know, to the United States, or you're in the United States, but you're right, you're right there near, near the Canadian border on the those, other side of the lake. Those places in the water up there stays, I mean, you you can be in late June and jump in the water, tie, and it's like you've ju- jumped in an ice bucket. I mean, in the middle of the day, I mean, it could be 85 degrees, and you jump in that water, it is, it sounds I mean, terrible. it just shocks you. It's actually, it's pretty nice when you get to the summertime here, and it's brutal. Well, if you can do it here, degrees yeah, here, degrees, you can get back up there. and it's, I do uh, jump into the ice buckets yeah. here. And Bucky, are you are you sticking with Fino? Is that who you picked? No, I picked John Rom. Okay, John Rom, the Romer. Yeah. Do you think Fino gets top ten? Sell that at plus two twenty for him to get top ten. You know what? I probably he's playing really well. No, he's one. 
What about Brooksy? You like him at all? Coming off that Masters performance? I don't know. Never liked Brooksy. Well, here's the thing about Brooks Kepka, and I, I will admit he that does on like my the picks, majors. I picked him. Uh, not, to, not to win, but we're out in the group where I could select him. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wins an anything because uh, Brooks Kepka was right there at the Masters, and we know Sunday he faded as John Rahm pulled away. He's been away a PGA champion, right? Twice. Twice. And it's interesting to hear Brooks Kepka these days. I was watching a great conversation on the Golf Channel yesterday, and you know, there's almost like a resignation with Brooks Kepka. I don't want to say he regrets joining the Live Tour. But that he's almost in his own mind. He he joined the Live Tour because he was hurt, right? And in his he couldn't compete with in these majors because he was he injured. Felt like he could beat those guys. And of course they're dangling you know hundreds of millions of dollars at him, and he took it. But there was almost in his press conference this week there was almost like a man because now he's healthy and he feels good. And we saw it at the Masters that you know he can go toe to toe with anybody and be the best golfer you know in the world. Uh, he's not getting to show that on a week-by-week basis any longer on the PGA Tour because he made the choice and took the money. Uh, but he can still show up at these majors. He also said, Brooks Kepka Buck, that he wants to be part of the Ryder Cup team. And that's going to be an interesting decision at the end of the end of the summer. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they had the, the, the group there was Brad Faxon and uh, uh, the group on the Golf Channel. They were all in agreement that it would be all right if, he, if they choose him as one of the wild card players or, you know, because he's not going to qualify for the Ryder Cup, not playing these PGA events. But uh, Brooks Kepka, you know, we know how he is. If he's healthy, he's probably the guy to beat because he's just so good in these majors. And the tougher the golf course, the tougher the conditions, the longer the course, the better he is. And that's the word with Oak Hill is the, the rough is really, really thick. Um, you know, it's going to be a really difficult test of golf, and that's really when Brooks Kepka's at his best. So that's yeah, the name to Yeah, these U.S. Opens and, and PGA Championships and, you know, Back east, they make them really tough. That that grass grows real quick. Oh, and it's so so, so thick. I mean, oh it's man, a, it's very penal when you end up in the rough, and you you just got to take your medicine, uh, chip it on out of there. You're not going to really do much with the ball a lot of the times, and especially like the, weeds. Especially this morning when you get out there, and it's it, you know once it, once the, the frost melts, it'll be wet, and you're trying to hack through that. And it's to be an interesting morning round one. Got those wet shoes, Ty. You're walking around in those slot all wet shoes. I think they've got uh, 40 degrees. The fancy waterproof kind. You know, they are professional golfers. We'll keep the updates from uh, from Rochester uh, when this thing's going to happen, but the frost delay has uh, has knocked them back a little bit. We'll also get into the Austin FC. How about the, that surprise? Who expected to see that? Uh, it was played late last night, but to go on the road against the, the Western Conference leading team, the Seattle Sounders, and go in there and win that game match with the, with the roster that Josh Wolf had to his disposal, 2-1, uh, to one. You know, I know you're you're just looking for a jump start to your season if you're Austin FC. Uh, maybe that's it. Uh, you know, they'll play a, another world, uh, you know U.S. Cup game coming up, and then they'll play in Houston next weekend. But uh, we'll see. Could that be the you know the the jump? You know, when they do the paddles, when someone's having a heart attack, they give them that that jolt uh, to get them back and get things going. Maybe this resuscitates the Austin FC season because it's been two months of really really rough soccer. Uh, maybe that was it. That's, I mean, that's a good team to go on the road and win oh, yeah. that match. First time they've ever beaten Seattle uh, since the franchise has come into existence here in Austin. Uh, so a really nice win for Austin FC last night. Buck on to them because there have been a lot of buck offs. We got we're already getting the hashtag Fire Josh Wolf text quite a bit. I'll uh, see if that uh, brings that down a little bit. And, and uh, probably not. Probably not. You don't think so? Well, we'll see. But yeah, you know what? You know what cures hashtag Fire someone's so wins. That's wins, right, and they posted a win winning. Winning is night. hard. Well, and Yazi's artist, who's you know, you know, makes makes 
big contract. He was a guy that they're expecting to to bring big things. He had a big header. Ethan Finley played a good match. Remember, they're playing without their best player, Sebastian Driussi, right. uh, who's out with that growing injury. They did get uh, Fagundes back on the back end. He's been out, but he came back last night, and that was uh, was big. So a two one win for Austin FC and a four three loss for the Texas Stars in their match. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on the local. The local group. The Dallas Stars start winning Friday? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? In Vegas on the Strip. Carolina and Florida tonight, though. Yeah, Carolina and Florida on the other side. A uh, little, little piece of info. Craig Way's two favorite hockey teams, the Carolina Pan- Hurricane and then uh, the Texas Stars. Dallas Stars. Right? Dallas right. Stars? He's hoping, nice. he's hoping for a Dallas-Carolina final. I don't want to play those guys in the finals. <laughs> uh, all right. Defense. Just getting warmed up. Uh, we we don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Stars don't have to worry. Vegas will take care of that for you. Like you know what you're talking about. Come on, man. Much more offense in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, don't that group it. that they just played. Well, you haven't worn your hockey sweater in a while. Where'd your hockey sweater go? But you my used to wear. Blue, what is it? St. Louis Blues. Blues, my Blues sweater. Oh, yeah. I hate the Blues. <laughs> well, you also hate the Rangers bullpen last night. We'll talk I hate some, the Lakers. Oh. And they play tonight. The Ranger bullpen is a problem uh, right now. Astros are getting hot. We'll talk some baseball. Also coming up, very special guest will join us to preview uh, the, the golf course there at Oak Hill. Give a big buck on a cool story. Also, uh, Craig Way, speaking of, has a Craig Way report this hour. Get some B&E facts of the day. We're taking your buck-ons and buck-offs. Who has earned that? Pat on the back, kicking the rear. You decide every Thursday. Hit us on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. It's B&E on a Thursday. It's Bucky and Aaron. I am going to have to uh, give it, folks, to E. Hogan for we got to have a glossary of, of new words, words of the week. Words of the week. And the reverse chicken was, I heard yesterday, was absolutely the best. <laughs> Boys are headed to fish camp, and they go, when E went into the reverse chicken call, it was, they go, oh, put that on a piece of paper and keep that. <laughs> the reverse chicken, fabulous. Ty, we need to put this down in a book, all these words, words of the if week. If you didn't hear that conversation. My God. If you didn't hear that conversation yesterday, consider yourself lucky. We won't, yes. we won't revisit oh, it. Oh, no. But the reverse chicken is absolutely a beautiful thing. <laughs> what, Marco Polo and reverse oh. chicken at oh, the, yes. the pool party? Yes. My God. Oh, man. No, that's good, everybody good. wins in a reverse chicken Oh, party. everybody wins. That's even better. Oh, definition. Everybody oh, wins. Oh, buck off to me for even man, oh, man. bringing that up. Wow. You know, we're talking about Vegas because uh, Vegas tonight. Anything goes in Vegas. Anything and everything stays in Vegas. Yes. Never. You know what I mean. <laughs> hey, there's a buck off. This is buck off to YouTube TV. Ooh. YouTube TV crashed apparently last night, last five minutes of the game up there in the NBA. Not good. So did I crash. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, uh, I think he's talking about the NBA game because he didn't. This texter didn't clarify which game, but uh, mine, didn't, were, mine didn't crash. You, you, your YouTube? I was good. Are I'm you not, happy with uh, YouTube TV? Yeah, beyond beyond the the baseball. If you you have to, I have to get my baseball fix at other other places, but it's it's great for everything else. It's really easy to use, and I like the interface. The interface. Uh, <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Okay. Uh, so, okay. Got me on the uh, yeah, no, tombstone. Not with the chin, reverse chicken <laughs> yeah. fights. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, YouTube. Speaking of baseball, coming up in a couple hours, 8.30, our weekly visit with uh, Texas head baseball coach David Pierce. And it's a game day for the Longhorns. And uh, we'll preview their... You can't underestimate or understate how big this series is for the Longhorns. It's the uh, regular season wrapping up series with West Virginia. West Virginia, the um, sixth-ranked team in the country and the first-place team in the Big 12. Uh, Longhorns still, as we say, mathematically have a chance to win the Big 12 conference in the regular season. They'd have to sweep West Virginia, including uh, taking tonight's game with Lucas Gordon on the mound. Uh, and as we've, we, we, We'll have a look at West Virginia, but, man, they are... And they're the surprise of the Big 12 uh, to be sitting atop of it. And they come in here with the ability to clinch the regular season in the Big 12 with a win or two uh, here in Austin. So we'll preview that in a couple of hours as we get this thing rolling. Also from baseball last night, Ty, if you weren't watching, it was probably good if you're a Ranger fan because Nathan Eovaldi's scoreless inning streak came to an end, but he put the Rangers in a strong position to take the rubber game of their series with the Braves. Um, he pitched really well. This guy has turned into an absolute stud for the Rangers. He was outstanding. But it was five to three after the seventh inning, so into the eighth inning, and the Braves, the Ranger Ranger bullpen is a problem at this point. Their only real weakness, you know, they score more runs than anybody. Their pitching has been better than even without Jacob Degrom. A guy like Dane Dunning and and you know other guys, Nathan Eovaldi, have stepped up and they pitch as well uh, as anybody in the American League. But you know the the, the bullpen just a problem. Uh, they, 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 and you heard if you listen to Bruce Bochy after the game, he was, he doesn't have a lot of answers for it right now. You just got to keep running guys out there. Uh, you wanted to find it, but at the same time, you're blowing these leads. And, uh, you know, two in, the, and the Braves are a real good team, too, by the way. Ronald Acuna, no joke. RC is homer in the ninth, won it. Uh, but that's going to be the, the question for the Rangers moving forward is can they find arms? Uh, and I heard, I heard, uh, Gene Watson, uh, our baseball insider, he was on with Craig Way and the Light the Tower crew this week. He is the assistant general manager of the Kansas City Royals, and he said, you know, bullpen is everyone's looking for it. Everybody. Um, all, all of baseball is trying to find. That's kind of like finding a good offensive lineman in the NFL, right? It, it is. Well, and, and it, it, it is like having a bad offensive line in of football. You can have all the other positions, but if you can't block somebody, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're going to lose games. You should win. Because uh, this is the one the Rangers, you know, should, probably should have won the ball game last night. When Adolis you get a, Garcia, two home runs, yeah, like I, and and Yavaldi pitches really well again, and you know just gave up the three runs over seven innings and struck out five. His ERA at two point eight, but um, you know that bullpen and those just hurt I me. Mean, there's just something about losing a game like that that stings more than if you had lost five to three, but you kind of trailed the whole game, right? Uh, you had it, and you needed six outs, and you couldn't finish. The Longhorns have dealt with this all year yep. long on the college baseball side of things. The Astros, meanwhile. I mean, this is the, if you're an Astros fan, the, despite the offensive struggles and the injuries, uh, the one thing that you can rely on in Houston is Houston has a great bullpen. They really do. Their bullpen is one of the reasons they won, one of the key reasons they won the World Series last year. They lock people up at the end of the game, and no more, no better example than last night, because while the Rangers were blowing a lead, the Astros were rallying to beat the Cubs. Houston was down six to four, six to one at one point late in the game, but uh, because uh, they didn't get a great start. But their bullpen pitched five and a third shutout innings after the Cubs built an early lead, and then that that gave them you know enough times through the lineup to rally, and they scored four in the ninth, and they walk off the Cubs uh, seven to six. So a tale of different uh, different different endings. But uh, that's the one thing about Houston: if they can get healthy in their lineup, uh, there was positive news on Michael Brantley. Uh, yesterday from from Dusty Baker that the inflammation in his shoulder has subsided and they're hoping to get him back on track to return and Houston hopes Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is doing a minor league rehab right now so he could be back in the lineup 
pretty soon. Uh, so keep an eye on that. But, yeah, they're going to watch him. No setbacks for him. Yeah, keep an eye on Jose with the wrist. But uh, they need him back. But, uh, you know, J.P. France got roughed up, gave up six runs in, in under four innings. But then the, the bullpen came in and pitched great, which gave Houston a chance to come back and win that game. Uh, so can buck on to that and buck off to the Ranger bullpen. But buck on to the Rangers. I'll say that on a buck off Thursday because uh, that Ranger team is built well. And, I, and Bruce Bochy is the – what a great hire they made in him because uh, if you're watching the Ranger games, you get to see his postgame news conference on their postgame. And it's – that guy's exactly the calming – in demanding but calming uh, influence at that, that clubhouse needed uh, with the Texas Rangers. Yeah, they kept thinking they were going to get an infusion of somebody, a younger guy, to get it done. But that's an old veteran that's been around for a while. Well, I mean, that's that's the one place where Houston maybe has an advantage over the Rangers. I think the Rangers are really a good club, and they'll get healthier. They've activated Corey Seager at shortstop. Uh, they're going to get Jacob DeGrom back. But uh, the bullpen is just, um, you know, They'll be players. They'll be players, right? In the trade, when the trades come, the Rangers, yeah, no, with that I, team. I think they'll be buyers at the deadline okay. this year. Well, and sure. that's going to be the to, to Gene Watson's point. Um, you know, it's going to be a, a a seller's market too, though, um, because they're they'll be they'll teams that, that are kind of out of contention that have an arm. They're going to demand a lot for it because there's going to be a lot of people looking for them. Um, you know, the contenders are going to try to stock up on bullpen, and it happens every year. Uh, but this year's the Texas Rangers will be okay. No, I agree. I like I like a lot about what the Rangers are doing, but those are tough losses to take when and they've had you know several of those this year where they're in control of the game and you know eighth ninth inning comes back to bite them. But uh, yeah, Rangers are ten games over five hundred. They're fine sitting in first place. But the Astros all of a sudden, as much you know, much as they haven't hit great so far and they've battled the injuries, they've won eight what seven of their last eight and they're they're now four or five games over five hundred and right behind the Rangers down the American League West. Uh, so some baseball. We'll talk to David Pierce in a couple of hours. Uh, we're also going to get some B&E facts of the day coming up. Uh, Miami Heat already up one nothing on the Boston Celtics. Is it, is it at this point? Is this just not a surprise? No, not for not for Miami. I don't believe no. I mean, I know it's eight seed, and I know. I mean, I was surprised yesterday. We talked about this near the end of the show when we were making our pick on this. I was surprised to see that the Heat is an eight point underdog. I was like, man, well, that, those that, jump those on number, that. yeah, those are the numbers that are surprising to me. I. I, mean, I still thought the Celtics would win Game One, but I don't think the Celtics win games. They don't like. I, how many times this playoffs have we seen them win a game in the last minute? It's either a blowout or they lose. Yeah, no, from what I, from and what they what play I, like a first half team. They, they do. Just, I mean, if if they're if they're hitting their shots, literally everything has fallen. But if not, the intensity's not there on defense, and either Brown or Tatum, you know, they can't get it going fully. So. If Jimmy Butler can keep one of those guys in check and they can keep that defensive intensity up, this will probably be a seven-game series. Yeah, uh, it, but I, I, I just I, there's something about the Heat and their consistency, and the you know the way Jimmy Butler's playing. I mean, Jimmy Butler's playing like a you know an MVP. Well, Bam came out early. I mean, he yeah, was out of bio was really good in the first in the first quarter. I I was like, man, he's offensive minded, making Embiid look even worse after Joker's performance. I mean, if Embiid, what he had three points in the second half of that game seven, fifteen yep. points total. Yeah, I mean that's they're still dealing with the uh, the carnage of that in Philadelphia. But yeah, I mean this is just a well. Don't worry about the record. Don't worry about eight seed. Oh no, it's kind of like the Lakers too. I feel like the same way about the Lakers. I know the, the Nuggets controlled most of that game, but fourth quarter was was you know all L A. And I still I still think that has a chance to be a real long series. All you have to do and, is win the game. Got to win four of them, and and the Lakers as a seven seed. That's not the, that's not the same Lakers team that we saw for most of the season in the in, gosh into February. Uh, it's been a totally different team, March, April, and now into the playoffs. 
uh, and, and a much better team than a seven seed. They've been the hottest team in the Western Conference since those trades that they made, as far as record goes. And then the Heat, you know, just throw the records out the window here. They're, you know, but that's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that Vegas is still <laughs> making them heavy underdogs in these series and in these games. And what'd you say the game on Friday night ties already a nine and a half point line? Nine, nine and a half is what I'm seeing. Golly. Jump on that. I mean, I don't, I'm not gambling much these days, but that just seems like, you know, can the, the are the Heat going to lose by 10 points? I mean, they just don't seem to, and I know they've had some games here where they kind of take their foot off the gas, understanding the nature of a long series. Uh, and how it needs to play out. Oh no, they'd want to win game two. If they won game one, you know how bad they'd want two. Well, they you know they went into New York and took game one and then lost game two. Um, you know the the Milwaukee series, but ten points. I know the Celtics are, are inconsistent, which means they're really good and then they're really bad. Uh, same time, that seems like a lot. That seems heavy uh, for a game two on the road for the Miami Heat. But uh, that's not till Friday night. Tonight is game two of the Western Finals. As we said, it's a big weekend here locally. We've got a big baseball series, which we will preview. I know Craig Way has some thoughts on it coming up. We'll also introduce you, if you don't know the name, to uh, the player who's going to be the conference player of the year in the Big 12, maybe um, the, the, the leader for national player of the year in college baseball. He's somebody the Longhorns are going to have to deal with this weekend, and we'll get that coming up in your B&E Facts of the Day. Also, here is the latest, Buck, from uh, Rochester. As of uh, tw- 12 minutes ago, According to the PGA Championship, all facilities remain closed at Oak Hill Country Club due to a frost delay. Additional information will be provided at uh, 7.30 Eastern time. That thing will be going until dark Central tonight. Time. Yeah, it's going to push things. Like Again, they're not, they're not sure. I mean, the way, it, the way it reads, like the minute they can open the gates, once the frost delay is over, they're still going to take them about 75 minutes warm up. So an hour 15 minutes for the practice facilities to open again. Yep. And then everybody's got to go warm up and get warm. I mean, that, that's where they are right now. No one's even on the on the practice range to to get loose up, loosened and those first groups going. Uh, so, you know, yeah, you're right. It might be middle of the morning uh, before they're teeing this thing off. Temperatures in Pittsford, New York is where the golf course is. Uh, 29 degrees <laughs> this morning. 29 degrees. This says, can y'all show some love to Eric Spolstra? He's a top five coach. Oh, yeah. We've done that all Absolutely. week. All week long. You haven't listened. All week long. I said yesterday, I think he's the biggest advantage the Heat have in this series. Obviously, Jimmy Butler, but you know the Celtics have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and uh, you know tremendous roster. The The biggest single mismatch in the series for me is Eric, is Eric Spolstra versus Joe Mazzulla, and I think we may have seen some of that last night. Maybe coaching all the rest of these guys. Yeah, well, look, but I, I know it was about energy according to Joe Mazzulla, but Eric Spolstra made some really good adjustments at the half after allowing 66 first-half points to the Celtics, and they came out in the third quarter and outscored the, the Celtics by 21 points, 46-25 to 25 in the third quarter. That's where the game obviously turned, and they cruised to the 123-116 victory last night. You know, huge. And that may be the, the biggest downfall for the Celtics is, a young coach, first-year coach, youngest coach in the league, facing the best coach in the league, arguably. But Spolster's only Spolster. like 37, right? No, he's I mean, older than is that. Is he? Really? He's older than that. But Eric Spolster, when he was coach of the Heatles, back how with does the How is the guy from uh, Boston, 32? Eric Spolster's 52 years old. Oh. 52 years old. So the young coach is 37, maybe. So Missoula's 34. Okay. The coach of the Celtics, yeah. He's the youngest coach in the league. He took over when Ime Udoka... Decided to go rogue. You know, he went uh, reverse chicken. You know, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, with the, uh, the a lot of people. Like the old reverse chicken <laughs> <Yeah>. there. 
That could be a new. He's bringing your. He's bringing his chicken to Houston. Very nice. All right, we'll come back when we do uh, pick up these facts of the day. Also, uh, more buck ons and buck offs. You decide on this day. It's your day to give someone a pat on the back who has earned it. Also, a kick in the rear. You decide each and every Thursday. First, though, here's Craig. It's Bucky and Aaron. Certainly so. Somebody on the specs text line. Says, like, guys, I missed yesterday's show. What the heck is a reverse chicken? We're not going there. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> We're not going it's back. Very disruptive. And disturbing. Not gonna what happen. is reverse chicken? <laughs> Come on. The uh, Miami Heat have now won game one on the road in each of their first playoff series en route to winning the series. Only the fifth team to ever do that. Um, three straight road wins to start the, the playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Butler starting to draw Michael Jordan comparisons on this little graphic I'm looking at. Uh, he has been unbelievable. His second career road playoff game with 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, and five steals. The only other player to do that twice on the road since steals were first tracked in the early 70s, Michael Jordan also did it twice. So Jimmy Butler having huge impact on both ends of the floor for the Heat. And that 46-point third quarter, they had the most in any quarter in their franchise's postseason history. Last night, that was the turning point of that that game last night. Uh, Speaking of games last night, we'll reset the headlines coming up top of the hour, including a huge road win for Austin FC last night and a tough home loss. For the Texas Stars, but I mentioned in our BNE facts of the day, Buck, the Longhorns have a huge baseball series with West Virginia this week, uh, starting tonight, this weekend, uh, game one, with their ace Lucas Gordon on the mound, and all the Texas pitchers are going to have to deal with a young guy for West Virginia, a true sophomore who plays second base for them. His name is uh, JJ Weatherholt. JJ Weatherholt out of you know where Mars, Pennsylvania is, Buck. Mm-hmm. Keep that dude off the base pads. Well, you you have a hard time. He bats almost 500 this year. We remember last year when we were tracking Ivan Melendez and all the things he was doing on a game-by-game basis. This dude comes into this, tech, this series with Texas with a batting average of four sixty-six. Possibly the National Player of the Year? Very possibly. He's going to be the Big 12 Player of the Year. And if you go through his season, dating all the way back into, into February, there's only one game, no, two. First, second and third games of the year, J.J. Weatherholt entered the game with a batting average under four hundred. Uh, he's been batting well over 450 most of the season. He's batting 466. He leads the conference in hits. He's also hit 15 home runs, Buck. Uh, but he also, as you said, keep him off the bases. Yes. He's also got 35 stolen bases uh, as a second baseman. He's a switch hitter. Uh, he's just a really, really good ball player. And this is going to be be something the Longhorns have to deal with, and um, to say the least, the whole conference has. And so that's J.J. Weatherholt is the name. We'll talk to David Pierce about that coming up. At eight thirty, but the long that kid, he's on those. When you watch, he's a kid, and when you look at all his numbers, if he catches you sleeping and he steals bases on you, I mean, he'll go. Yeah, he's a tremendous. He just tries to keep rallies going. Yeah, he plays second base, yep. but uh, so you'll you'll get like Cody Clemens comparisons to the kind of season that he's having uh, when Cody had that great year uh, several years ago. Uh, but he, he does it all. I mean, he hits for average, hits for power. Can steal bases. Nice um, glove. Yeah, really. You know, just a really good ball player. Uh, and part of the reason West Virginia is sitting atop the Big 12, and they've got a chance to clinch the conference here uh, in, in Austin this weekend. Longhorns, of course, as we say, if they were able to win all three games, you know, sweep the, the Mountaineers, which is a tall task, obviously. But if they sweep them and Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State one time, in their series, because remember, all the Big 12 series this weekend are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because the conference tournament starts next Wednesday. Uh, so they're trying to get this thing wrapped up by Saturday uh, all over the Big 12 conference. So the the Oklahoma State team who are, are ahead of Texas in the standings, they're playing Oklahoma this weekend. 
But as we've said, it's so jumbled, the Longhorns could either finish first or seventh come Saturday. Think about that. They could finish first, winning the conference, or if things don't go well against the Mountaineers this weekend, they could finish all the way down at seventh and be the seventh seed headed into the Big 12 tournament next week up in Arlington. So a big weekend of baseball. They need these wins. Well, and the weather looks like it's going to be good, mm-hmm. and, and the crowds, you know, that's this could become a huge home home field advantage for Texas if they can pack the dish and you know, have one of those rowdy regional, you know, super regional like atmospheres for this this series might help because uh, I don't think West Virginia is used to this kind of kind of scene as a college baseball program. They've they've produced some really good players uh, of late, but man, to be in this moment, a chance to clinch it, but you got to come into Austin with a packed house and you know Texas fans hanging up over the fence out there on the trucks and occupy left field. It can be a distraction and an advantage, and I think the Longhorns fans can can have an impact on this. And no, I've never done reverse chickens with Pam Cummings. Come on. Come on, guys. Why not? Be Sounds a, like you might get lost in there. That'd be a, for people. I don't like that'd be a smuffling. People. I don't like smuffling. <laughs> <laughs> like a Brillo pad on your face. Oh, my God. It's we oh, were talking please, about a pool please. party, and if you've ever played the game chicken in a swimming pool, <laughs> and then just reverse it. Oh, jeez. It was a gay pool party. Oh, yeah, that's right, in Vegas. I feel like Luxor. Oh, yeah, don't forget that party. That's the Luxor. The Luxor. How'd I ever end up there? Love is love. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with it. That's right. <laughs> we'll you know what back. I mean? Uh, we'll pick up the top headlines, also dive into our coach's corner. Uh, and we'll continue to preview and wait on the uh, PGA Championship to tee off. Frost delay in Rochester has uh, the course shut down right now. No golfers on the course in the first round of golf's second major. The 105th playing in the PGA Championship. Updates throughout the morning on 104.9, 1019 AM 1260. Streaming always on your Horn app, your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.